Hello everyone. Welcome to Whiskey and Weird. My name is Lauren Liker and I'm learning about whiskey and I'm embracing all the weird in the world, including me and you. I hope you'll join me. Looks like the Wi-Fi is a little spotty today, everybody. What's that? Yeah. Hi, everybody. Said the broadcast is long. It is. Welcome. Welcome to Whiskey and Weird. Um, this is part of my Everyday Weirdo series, volume three. I have my lovely sister Jacqueline on with me tonight. Um, so um, well, welcome to everyone who's joining now uh, via Facebook or YouTube um, and, uh, and to everyone who, follow, who watches the replay or might be listening later on your favorite podcast app. I appreciate the listens, um, and if you find what we're talking about interesting, please feel free to share, 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 share. Um, uh, although you might be embarrassed to know that or to 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 claim me as your friend, but go ahead and share. That's what this is all about, right? It's about the fact that we're all weird in our own little ways. Um, if you show up, make sure you say hi in the comments um, so we can um, see who's here and. Uh, and and we can we can interact with you because that's what makes it fun. So um, again, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being here with me, Jacqueline. Um, so tonight, you guys. Woohoo! So I I'm gonna just like I did with my uh, daughter last week. I'm gonna let Jacqueline be the taster tonight, and I'm gonna kind of talk her through what that looks like. She's not a whiskey drinker, so this should be interesting. But maybe she'll be one after tonight, right? Um, we'll see. Uh, and I am actually drinking um, the whiskey that my sister sent to me. Um, it's a High West whiskey. It's their campfire. I've actually tasted it on the show probably, it would have been last fall. I think you sent it to me shortly after I started um, this, this broadcast, right, Jacqueline? So it would have been one of the first whiskeys that I tried on the show. But I was just telling my sister that I'm not always hugely into the really peaty, really smoky uh, whiskeys, but this one I really enjoy. Uh, many of them, especially ones made stateside, are they they have the uh, the um, sensation of of like breathing in a bunch of campfire smoke, and that doesn't really appeal to me. So this one is lovely, and it has just the right amount of burn on the way down. So I love it. Thank you, Jacqueline. You're welcome. All right. So, um, so well, let's get started. We always start with the with the whiskey taking wait, tasting. I've had a couple beers before this, so let's see how this goes. Uh, Jacqueline, can you tell us what you picked up to taste tonight? The lovely evening. So, I actually was at Trader Joe's, and I called Lauren because I was mm -hmm. like, "What should I bring?" And there was something. What was it? Glen. Glen Livet. There was Glen oh. Livet. Glen Fit. And then Glen Morangy. Yeah. Glen Morangy. And a friend I had lunch with had suggested the Glen Morangy. It was a bit expensive. And I thought, if I don't like whiskey, then I don't know. So um, I'm looking through. And what I ended up landing on was this Trader Joe's whiskey. So I'm going to try it. If I, uh, Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, 10 years um, aged, it looks like, right? So, mm -hmm. Isn't that what that yep. is? Yep. Uh huh. And my friend did say, she said, you did tell me to get, try an aged version rather than, you know, a different kind. So this yeah. is what I landed on. So what do I do with it, Lauren? All right. <laughs> so, so right. you, so Jacqueline asked me before if she should open it, but um, it's always best to start the experience right from when you first open the bottle. So you're going to open, you're going to open it up. <laughs> Let's watch Jacqueline struggle like I do when I'm opening a new bottle of whiskey on the show. I think there's like a cover on it. Oh, okay. probably. But this is the fun part, Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> this part I can do because it's kind of like wine. Yeah, I there, do want. There you go. Okay, and then it's got. Ooh, it's even got a cork. Is that normal? Yeah, it means it's good. This one I'm drinking has a cork too. Yeah, which is good because okay. it it does actually, I believe, help to keep it fresher than like other types. So yeah, so really, you know put it under your nose like that but also just kind of get your nose as close to it and take a big good whiff a couple times <laughs> did it burn did it burn a little <laughs> what's that no it's actually very smooth do you get anything anything that you yeah 
um, sweet toffee. I think that's what it is said. Um, maybe even a little fruity. Uh huh. I think I, I think that's all in a good direction for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Because I don't do things that are particularly pungent. I just, it's really, um, well, it's very it, smooth on the nose. Yeah, and it's a good sign when it doesn't burn when you smell it, right? <laughs> so, and that that's usually, the, I think, I find that to be the case with most single malt scotches, especially the aged ones, of course. And you know that Highland indicates the region of Scotland where the, um, where the distillery is, right? Uh, so next, what you're going to do is you're going to pour a little... Um, into your glass, just like a, a, they call it a finger, like about a finger's width, right? Oh, okay. They, we call it, like, well, if you say, give me a, glass, yeah, you, <laughs> you can say, give me a finger of whiskey, like in a regular bar glass and yeah, and they'll pour you just yeah, right. that. And then what you're going to do is the same thing. You can put your, um, your nose down in there and see if you get any different notes or if it's similar still smooth it's stronger obviously yeah and deeper like the toffee said the toffee is and it's a little less light on the fruity all right and there is i saw this there's a uh well i can't remember his name right now um going back to what you and i were talking about earlier which i'll share in a second i can't remember his name but there's a really famous uh whiskey tasting guy from I think he's from Scotland or he might be from England but I can see him I can see what he looks like right now but I can't think of his name but I was watching some of his things and he's the one that talked about smelling it through each nostril because the different sides sometimes perceive different hints that's interesting did you get did it is it any different for you same, but the like the intensity was different on each side. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of how I experience it too. I don't necessarily get um, <clears throat> get different notes, but it's like one side of my sniffer is better is better than the other or something, right? Right? Yeah. Right. Yep. I don't know. Um, and I always enjoy the, this this the smell part. I love that's like my favorite. Like, and I can always. Whether it's with wine or whiskey, I've mentioned this before, I can usually smell more of the notes than I can actually perceive uh, when I taste it. So then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to take a sip and you're going to kind of hold it in your mouth up against the, the, your, the roof of your mouth for a second. Okay. Just hold it there for a second. And then you can swallow. And sometimes I don't get a lot. (laughs) I don't get a lot of the, um, I don't get much from that particular experience. Not yet. I mean, there have been some where I get it. Um, I do get an indicator of the burn right away when I hold it like that on the roof of my mouth. So what did you experience, Jacqueline? Not such heat, but not a burn. Like a slow, it was actually, that that part was kind of nice. The Mm -hmm. the squint was, it, it, it. The squint was because it was almost like lemony, like a, like, you know, oh. like a sour lemon. Oh, really? There was, yeah. It was like, like, okay, that was interesting. Was it an acidity or was it sour? No, it's just like a little, um, it was like, a, a, you know, when you suck on a lemon? Yeah. That, yeah. that was the reaction. That, that's what it felt like. Like if I were sucking on a lemon, it was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Well, was it, was it, huh, that's interesting. I've never had that experience before. I'll have to. It does not taste at all like it smells. Right? No, it doesn't. Well, sometimes, well, sometimes it does. You can, you, you, Uh and I, like you usually would get it. Of course, you, people sometimes perceive, perceive it on the front of their palate. I often get it on the back. So as it's going down and then I feel it, is it really, is it viscous? I mean, do you feel like you have stuff residue in your mouth no no not at all it just it did it did the heat kind of just kept after i swallowed it the heat kept like stayed there Mm -hmm. but that's all just the heat did it wasn't the and like i said it was a soft it was like a subtle heat it wasn't like a a burning or anything like that yeah yeah well and i always 
Oh, go ahead. I, it, just the whole idea of drinking whiskey, just because I'm still, I'm on book six of Outlander. And, the, you know, he's got, they make the whiskey and stuff like that. So it's, I, this was kind of fun. I was like, oh, okay. It is fun, right? Slan- That's why I got the Slanja. 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 There we go. Yeah, I will toast, I will toast to uh, Jamie any day of the week. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. Let's. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I don't I might finish this by the end. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, are but you <laughs> are you going to finish it or is it just going to sit there? I don't know. You know, I can take a couple sits now and then it might make me feel good. It'll probably get taste better as we go along. right? Well, it will. <laughs> and here's the thing about whiskey is that it, it you learn to appreciate the experience. Right. And it's not. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's meant to be sipped like that. It's, it's, you're meant to just sip it over a course of, you know, time, not like taking shots and stuff. Right. And this is nice enough that this isn't, this isn't one that I would dummy down with Coke or anything like that. Like it's not, Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, you might, it's not cheap. Yeah. You might, you might appreciate it better though. It might work better for you to put an ice cube in it. Because the, oh. the water will mellow it out just a little bit sometimes and make it more um, enjoyable. Uh, and okay. not, not to mention, it takes longer. Yeah. Now, it neat is without ice, right? Yes. So neat is yeah. how you're well, drinking I'll, it right now. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. All righty then. All righty. Yeah. So Jacqueline and I were, it was funny when I was, when I was talking about how I couldn't remember that guy's name. Oh, 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 we're spinning. I think this is, I'm not sure if Jacqueline, if this is your, um, um, internet connection or mine, but there are multiple people in my house right now when there's usually not. So more people drawing on the internet, which, oh gosh, come on, come on, come back. Hello? Hello. Pausing. Pausing. Oh no. Let's try this again. All right, stay with me people. We're having some Wi-Fi issues right now. Um Oh, it looks like it's it's mine, which means uh, usually there's no one home at my house when I am doing this, and um, they're all home now, and it makes a big difference because our broadband isn't that great. So um, it's being silly right now. So bear with me. I'll see if I can pull up my sister. Pull her back. Where are you, Jacqueline? All right, I'm back. There you are. Well, you know what the issue is? It's usually no one's home when I'm doing this. And everyone's home, and it means everyone's drawing. Noah's usually pretty good about it, but the more devices that are connected to our Wi-Fi, the the spottier. Yeah, I've never had this happen before, actually, on my show, but I've never had both of them come home at the start. Now, Noah's usually really good about not getting onto his computer but he might have forgotten because i because i forgot to remind him so hopefully that doesn't happen again but um there so what i was saying i was talking about how you we had just been having that conversation about forgetting things so it was kind of funny that i'm trying to remember that guy's name and i couldn't remember it at all (laughs) i can see his face Plain as day. I'll have to post oh, it I later. Know, I can see them. They're right, like right here. And I, I don't remember your name. 
yeah, who are you? Or the word that's just right on the tip of your tongue, right? So someone's, someone's watching, whoever's watching, chime in and say hi. Let us know what you're drinking tonight. Um, but yeah, let's, let's chat a little bit. So this is my, for those of you just joining us, this is my sister, Jacqueline. She's my eldest sister. Um, and there is seven years that separates us. And when we were younger, like, I mean, obviously having someone seven years younger than you is not someone you want to hang out a lot with, right? Uh, Because she was like a teenager when I was, when I was not a teenager. Oh, yeah. So, um. Self-absorbed teenager. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. (laughs) But, but as adults, we've become, um, we've become really, really close um, Dana, my friend Dana says the family yeah. resemblance though. I, yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, denying. Remember, remember when Sue was like, I can't, but remember when Sue, when we were doing that, that personal growth thing together and Sue was like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my, She's like, you look exactly the same. Yeah. Well, and we <laughs> act the same too. Like with our mannerisms, that's the funniest yeah. part. Yeah. 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 So hi Dana. <laughs> I'm so, so glad you're here. Um, so yeah, so, but we have over the years, you know, as adults become really close and, um, and I love that. And I, I appreciate Jacqueline because, um, we, we both have our own levels of weird. Um, and, uh, but, but this thing that happens with, with us is that we can have these discussions and, like we used to argue more, wouldn't you say, Jacqueline, until we figured out that we were always coming to the same center point just from different sides of, of it. So we're like, like really different sides of it. Yeah. Yeah, but we're like, wait, I think we, we agree. agree. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just get there in a different way, <laughs> right? Like it at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? That happens all the time. But but I think, you know, it's now we get it, so we we learn. And what I love about just wait, wait for it. Yeah. We um like in our younger sister, we we talk a lot and, and it's fun because we get each other. We're really similar in how we process things. And so it's like any given day of the week, one of us is going to be having a hard day, right? And then the other two can swoop in and be the support. And then the next day, it's my turn. I'm going to be the one who's losing my shit. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, we just kind of yeah, have this yeah. great great cycle yeah it is a cycle but we get it and we found ways to really support each other in that and i i love that it's super cool but um that you're talking about a day that reminds me of a t-shirt i had when i was in elementary school uh-huh. it was remember the character ziggy mm-hmm. there was this character ziggy and i had this one of my favorite t-shirts was be nice to me i had a hard day yeah <laughs> right for sure yeah. i used to wear it all the time Dana says, is Thomas in that psycho rotation? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, he's not. But that's, you know, he's, he's in his own rotation. And and sometimes, sometimes we get cycled in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Karen, Karen too. Sometimes she's in the rotation, but not all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. And that's okay. Right. So, uh, but Jacqueline, you, so this is funny. The coffee mug thing made me laugh. So Jacqueline has tea. I should say a tea mug, not a coffee mug. Although it's really large. Our brother-in-law Pete would say for sure that is not a tea mug because Americans drink out of really large cups. Every time he comes to my house, he's like, give me your smallest mug. I'm like, okay. Um, but Jacqueline, tell us a little bit about your, how you choose your tea mug every day, because it's kind of funny actually. So, so I got into the big mug thing and I put these on my, so I had one that's a military brat, it's just military brat on it, it's two cups. Mm-hmm. And then th- this one is my, I'll share it. Let's keep the dumb <laughs> fuckery to a minimum. <laughs> and then I have my three cup one, which is it's about, it has like hugs and then on the back it says hugs, not Uggs. <laughs> which I think is really cute. And it's three cups. So I just specifically use them in a row. I, I don't know why. I just I use my military brat one and then my dumb fuckery one and then my hugs one. <laughs> so and 
She told I just I rotate them. Yeah. I think it's funny. She told me this and then she was telling me about how she um loads the dishwasher in a really specific way and I said oh. I said, Jacqueline, you do know that's like O C D, right? A coping mechanism. <laughs> so then she said, I don't think it's O C D. Like I don't feel like uh like uh that's what it is. I said, Well, have you ever not done it for like two or three days and seen how it felt. And she's like, hmm, I don't think I have. <laughs> I challenge you, Jacqueline. Never even occurred to me to do that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter, but. <laughs> well, and, and we all have it. Like the coffee mug thing was interesting because for me, and I think this is really telling about how where where you and I are in our lives currently and how we think about the world. So you have this kind of really specific way, very um, uh, cerebral way, if you will, of choosing your coffee cup. I, on the other hand, let my intuition every morning tell me what cup I'm going to use. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that you couldn't, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm just like, I'm drawn whatever mug and there's a reason I choose that one. I think that's really funny. But don't you think it's kind of telling kind of where each of us are in my in our in our yeah, development? Well, it's, it's like, right. Like and it's not that I'm not intuitive and I, that I don't use the intuition with things, but I'm, I'm definitely more heady about stuff. Yeah. And, and more at like come at, come at things from like the psychological perspective, whereas you come from more of the transcendent or um Mystical, spiritual, yeah. Mystical, kind of mystical, spiritual, yeah. Yeah. And not that I haven't, um, you know, you and I have talked about that. I did, I got into that a lot in college. Yeah. And um, where I actually wrote down, I was remembering like some of my experiences the other day, some of my weird, I I go through that. I like to immerse myself in stuff, Mm -hmm. get kind of feel it and wallow around in it for a while. And then I'm like, okay, I get that. And then I move on to the next thing. So tell us a little bit about what you were into in college, if you don't mind. Um, oh, no, no, no. No, I actually wrote it down. I was like, I got to tell her about this. And it, and because I don't remember. So there are a couple things. So when I was there, uh, my one of my room, I think one of my roommates was um, was Wiccan. Mm-hmm. And somehow we fell in with, there was a coven. They weren't part of the school, but there was, for some reason, we got to know them. So I. I didn't become part of the coven, but we used to hang out. We used to do go do things with them. And that was one of my first experiences with the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And we were in a room and they salted the room. They did all the things and we're sitting in the room and something happened in the room. The temperature in the room just like took a nosedive. Oh, and I wow. was like, okay, wow, this is interesting. Um, we had, there was another um, young lady and I, and I remember because we there was a group of us and we figured out there was a ghost in the in Loretto, somebody who had jumped or something like that. And mm-hmm. somebody looked it up and, and something like that had happened or something or, or we couldn't figure it out or anything. But we were all picking up that kind of stuff. And my friend was like, I don't know how to turn off the voices. I'm like, well, you can just turn off the voices. Stop listening to them. But this is the same friend that I went to visit on me at the time. And they lived in a house, and there were a lot of ghost stories about um, somebody. I remember Aunt Donna told us that um, they came home one night, and then and the phone was ringing and ringing and ringing, and they picked it up, and the the neighbors across the way were like, "What are you guys doing over there?" And they're like, "What are you talking about? We just got home." And they're like, "Because there were like lights like everywhere," and they're like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> because. They would literally like sit in their bedroom and these lights would drop out of the ceiling, go down through the floor, go, cycle through. I think I think the kitchen was below their bedroom and then cycle over to the living room and then up the stairs and back and they'd start circulating. Wow. And she said that, yeah, and they would just these lights would just it was like they would just dance around. Well, they came to find out that and then Tommy was telling us about how and even and Donna confirmed this that he would just sit and have these conversations so they had this little stairway it was like a couple of steps and then a little bit of a landing like a foot or two up and then and then the rest of the staircase it reversed and went back up and Tommy would have these conversations with this woman on the landing like long conversations and Donna would watch him and she was blonde buxom 
Um, it turned out their house at some point or, or another building on that site had been a whore, there'd been a whorehouse there. It had been a whorehouse. And, um, so there was, that was the energy in the house. And my friend, we were, I was using my tarot card, my tarot deck to, to talk with them. And we were going back and the, 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 what I picked up was that they were just laughing at her because she was a virgin. <laughs> I was totally <laughs> not a virgin. Um, what? You my, weren't, Jacqueline? No way. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> if, if there, uh, yeah, I had some weird times. I look back on it now and I think I was looking for something that I wasn't finding. But anyway, yeah. you know how that goes. Yeah. Looking for love in all the wrong places kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we just, yeah, there was that instance. And I'm trying to, so we're just like, you know, lots of things. Like those are some of the ones that stood out. Mm-hmm. for me when I was at, at school so and and I like got to this whole phase where I had the you know this haircut and I wear black and and you know it was I, fun I remember so <laughs> I just want to chime in and say the Tommy she's referring to is actually our uncle my our mother's youngest brother yeah. um and he <clears throat> I I didn't get to spend as much time with him of course as you and Karen did because you both went to yeah. school there in um in Missouri where he lived, but I, I understood from, from the stories you've told and also what our cousin Tim has told about his, his awareness. I mean, clearly this is, these, these abilities are very, really strong (laughs) in the family. Um, and it was something that he, he dealt with, um, on there, uh, or dealt with a lot. Um, you know, um, so that's, that's pretty fascinating actually. Um, so yeah. That's pretty cool, though. You never. So, did you ever consider joining the Wiccan, joining the Coven? I mean, joining becoming Wiccan. Um, not exactly. No, I think I just was interested in learning about that. The other, the other one that I explored was the Tao, because mm-hmm. I read the I Ching while I was in school. Yeah, and it was more, and more what it did for me was, um, I'm very big on picking, looking at connections and parallels and things yeah. and that's really what I picked up was all the parallels with my Catholicism and and then I, I it all kind of melt you know melts around for me so even though I still prac, I still go to church I well actually I sing at church <laughs> yeah. once in a while I'll just go to but really I sing at church because that's what we did right that we grew up singing at church and yeah. so I always say it's not if I'm not singing in it yeah and um yeah. But I bring the, all of that awareness into my faith practices and stuff like that and, and see things, see beyond some of the the dumb fuckery. <laughs> that, is, that exists that in the humanity. Catholic Church? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get, I, I mean, I get that. And I can, I can do that and will do that when I sing. Because I, for me, singing, I know this is the same thing you're referring to. It's, that's the, that's the connection to the divine, right? That is so much about what we're doing. Um, and it is very peaceful. It's like a respite. What's that? Yeah. That whole praying thrice, singing is praying thrice thing Mm -hmm. that we grew up with. Yeah. 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 So I, that, you know, I always have that when I do choose to go, I, it's really interesting. I, I mean, for me walking away, it's like realizing that there were certain certain ways that I showed up in that community that just weren't me. And it was, it's almost like I had to not, not, well, not me in a bad way, like inauthentic, but me, a version of me that was created rather than came within. Right. And so for me, it's been really important to kind of sever that and, you know, and I can't say that I'm never going to go back to church. I, I will. Ne- I, I try to never say never because I think that's a ridiculous right. word. Um, yeah. But but for me right now, it, I needed to 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 kind of reestablish something there. And have you ever? Because you went to you went to Catholic school. And, I mean, a Catholic university. So mm-hmm. when I went to Webster, once I was out of the house, I I didn't go to church for years. Yeah, I mean. I, when I was once I was out of the house and then I went back because, because this is why I went back. Danielle, we went, we'd gone to a couple of, um, not confirm, uh, first communions mm-hmm. and they always had parties and stuff. And, and, and Danielle said to me when she was six, five or six, she said, mommy, 
can I get my first communion? And I went, <laughs> sure, okay. So I called around. We moved finally to where we are, and I called around town to see any who had a choir, and St. Joe's had a choir, so I joined up, and then we got we got her first communion. <laughs> And then we've been going to that church ever since. But I'm the one that's most that mostly is is most connected to it. The girls didn't, um, you know, we got them all the way through confirmation, and they were like, "Okay, we're done." So yeah. We, all right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I try to say that, that at least I've given them some foundation of spiritual practice. You know. Yeah, I think that's that's what it was for me. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I stopped going to church a lot in high school. I can remember Thomas and I, or even when my friend Lisa was over and, you know, mom and dad stopped making us going to church with them all the time. And we'd tell them we were going to church and then we'd go spend an hour at Tower Records and then come back home. (laughs) That's so you. (laughs) I know. But, and they never asked us like, what was the gospel? What did the, what did father talk about? You know? So I don't, I don't know. But then when I got to Seattle, you, of course, they were Jesuits. So the first year or so I didn't really go, but I was clearly seeking something right. That like always trying and the Jesuits, if it weren't for the Jesuits, I probably would have walked away from the church a lot earlier, but I felt like they gave me permission to question things, you know, because yeah. they do as well. And yeah. So I, yeah. So I, I, I was kind of involved, especially the, the last couple of years of college in campus ministry. And I sing and I read and, and did that kind of thing. Um, but you know, it's, I think it's always about really seeking. I think some of us seek that more than others because we're really more aware of that connection and we're trying to figure out how to, do something with it so um yeah yeah and even my my even this being involved with as much as I was at my own church particularly with the youth was more about trying to create a space where you know God or Jesus or whomever could be to those children whatever they needed it to be so, you know, right. I got up there and, and you, you know what I mean? Like I was never one to, to preach Catholicism, but I acknowledged that these were kids who believed in God and believed in Jesus and he was important. And, and what ultimately, what does all that mean? And so, you know, I, I think that was okay to be able to do that. But I think people perceived me as being much more Catholic than I was because of how involved I was with the things at my church. But right. yeah. But it's all good. And I, I do I do miss singing. It's like you sing at church and so you're very that involved. It's funny because I'll I'll be out, you know, around town and stuff and and I and I started to the point I mean I've been around in, in enough that I recognize I at least recognize somebody that I know them probably from church, but I they always mm-hmm. know my name and I never know their name. And they're right. Like, I'm like Yeah. yeah. That happens yeah, to me a lot too. People will say, Oh, hi Lauren and I'm like, eh. <laughs> You, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, and then they go, then they go, will you sing the Ave Maria? And I'm like, no, cause we're in a grocery store. So <laughs> exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. That's, I bet you get that too. I bet there's certain things that you sing at church that people are like, when are you going to sing that again? I'm like, never, ever. Uh, I don't know if they've ever, I don't know that anyone's asked me for something specific. Specific. We have a. It's really nice. We have a really good music program. We have an amazing music director. Yeah. Bob is just. He's he's also a spiritual mentor for me. He's he's just amazing, and he he. I let him direct. Like he puts me on the pieces that he knows my voice will do, mm-hmm. or he'll invite me in for a funeral. We just did a funeral where we sang things that the the pieces that were requested. It was so much fun because we did the. At the end, we did the um, Lilies of the Valley, the, the Amen. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We did that, and I was like, as soon as he told me it was the Amen from Lilies of the Valley, I didn't even know that. I went and looked it up later. Um, but I knew just when he said Amen, I went, oh, that's so cool. And I did How Great Thou Art and Amazing mm-hmm. Grace. And I'm trying to think of the, the what was good for communion? 
I think Amazing Grace is what I did for communion. But just like the choices of songs, I thought, oh my gosh, this, I know it's supposed to be a funeral, but what a great celebration. <laughs> of know? course, and it sh- as it so should be. Fun. Well, yeah. we, we don't have a great music program at ours. Yeah. <laughs> it, you were the music program. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Um, and so I think like on the rare occasion that I sang something that was bigger than, you know, what they were used to, people were just like, oh, you can do that, you know, like, and well, so, right? Yeah, well, Bob had me, because we do a, a Tizé, well, mm-hmm. outside before COVID hit, uh, Tizé, and that's one of my favorites, I'll just go to that sometimes, even if, um, because it's just, it's just an amazing experience, and, um, but there was a piece that he had me do, I think it, I want to say, I don't think it was, I don't know if it was Mozart, but it's a very classical, heavy like strong voice kind of piece and he finally one time it was appropriate to do that in church and that was the first time people heard heard me in full voice uh-huh. it was just so funny to be up there and watch the reactions of people and they're yeah. like <laughs> yes like, and even my, even some of my choir members were like wow Jacqueline I didn't know <laughs> it was so bizarre. I didn't know people that was like know you could do that yeah well it's it's funny too when people are like I can't believe you stand up there and sing all by yourself and I'm like people do that like people people do that on big stages I'm like it's really okay I mean yeah I get a little bit nervous but I've been doing it since I was like six years old so yeah no you you know it's funny I think the only t- well, I don't feel so self conscious anymore because you know our parents come to, to to church, so mom and dad are often at church if I'm singing. But I think the most self conscious I've ever felt is when I was young and had to sing like when we used to sing, you know, as the von Bonnens at church for Christmas yes. or whatever. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, we yep. did that. We were the choir. We were. We were a full. <laughs> Long choir. Yeah. <laughs> Under the direction of our mother. Woohoo. That's right. Yeah. Yippee. Fascinating experiences. Yeah, we we could yep. probably have a whole issue about those things or a whole uh, segment. <laughs> Just get all of us kids know. on here. I think I was okay with it actually. <laughs> well, no, I don't I don't mean that specifically. Um, oh, okay. Um, but, but I mean, just mommy, mom issues. Uh, my, my friend Dana, she was my college roommate. She says, I always loved here. I'm going to put this up. Cause this is, I almost, it's funny how you forget stuff, right? She says, I always loved when you uh-huh. used to turn songs into loud singer songs. <laughs> I forgot that I did that. <laughs> like turn it all like into, yeah. well, I, well, I will do that or I'll put on. And I was actually doing that with Emily the other day, or I start singing in my Brunhilde voice because yeah, it, yeah. That's so funny, Dana. Thank you for reminding <laughs> me about how dumb and weird I was in college. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so oh, speaking of dumb and weird in college, when I came to visit you that time uh-huh. and you're like, we're going to have a forties party. And I was like, what the hell is a 40s party? We thought, does everybody dress up like they're in the 40s or something? Yeah. And you're like, no, we drink 40s. And I'm like, the hell is a 40? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea until we got to the party and it was the, what it was the 40 ounce beers. Uh-huh. Like, and I think that even that night, no, you told, I don't know if it was that night or you just told me that people ended up naked running around. I think it was that you just told me that that had happened at one or something. Cause I don't think it happened that night, but oh, it, I don't know because it pretty much happened at every single one. Uh, somebody was naked. Um, somebody was naked. Yeah. So I, I should share. So these forties parties we had in college, um, with this group of good friends. I mean, we're all people, you know, you get to a point where you know the people you can trust to get really drunk around. Right. right? And, um, and so or we would play, play uh, strip poker with. Oh yes, and see, we often did play that when we were drinking forties. Also, so um, yeah, I think those people saw me naked more than once, actually. Um, <clears throat> but for you. I, I know, right? But I, yeah, yeah, I don't. I had to have been drunk because there's no way in hell I would do that sober. Uh, but well, on one occasion I did. But anyway, these forties parties for people listening, and we would all chip in three dollars. Three dollars, because back then that's all it cost for. 
40, 40 ounce beer was we'd take in our three dollars and someone would go down to the cnc market like the just the nasty corner market and buy all these different kinds of 40 ounce beers and so you might get good beer you might get like an mgd light or a Coors or a budweiser or you might get stuck with the mickeys or the old english and the, the whole goal was just to finish your 40. And then the funny thing was that whoever finished first got to drink the 64 ounce of Mickey's <laughs> because that was the reward to drink more of that shit. Um, that's right. And so, yeah, everybody. I mean, that's a lot of beer. And you would, you know, back then you drink fast. So people, everyone was just equally hammered. That's why the parties were so much fun. And someone was always naked all the time. There was someone naked, so... Um, yeah, but that's funny. I remember you came to one of those and Lamise came once and we had a 40s oh, yeah? party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty fun, it's right? Fun. I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I think totally fun. I think it would kill me if I did that today. <laughs> I'll stick I'll stick with whiskey. Yeah, I'd be like a quarter of the way halfway. Well, no, I might be able to down, down the 40, but oh my God, I'd be toast. You, way you know what? You know what? We'd be bloated. That's what we would be. <laughs> and gassy yes. <laughs> it would feel really bad actually oh, no. that's so funny I did actually did um, speaking of getting so I hadn't gotten drunk in a really long time and a number of years ago a colleague of mine um, she was over from Belgium and she they put her up at the school she was a family friend so they looked after her and she's come came and did basically a year long internship with us and we got to know each other really well. She's getting married in October, and I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to go or not. Ooh, fun. Um, yeah. So she, um, anyway, she had a party that night, and, oh, uh, yeah, going away party. And, and we got done with the, uh, the apartment party, and then they, they're right off the school. There's like a, it's almost like a bourbon street. It's like a, a, a street of of bars and stuff like that that all the kids go to right mm -hmm. and we the girls were over at a sleepover so we didn't have a babysitter we had to relieve we didn't need to be home for the girls and john and i are like yeah we're gonna go <laughs> so we went and we were at this, at this um uh dance club and i was sipping on a cosmo great that was fine you know i, I knew I, you know at, at my age i knew how to you know kind of keep up and Love, keep level set. Anyway, so John had just bought me another one, and Renska got a text from one of the people in the group that he couldn't, he, he went out to get some air and they wouldn't let him back in because he was too drunk. So she said, Well, go find, go find another place to go and we'll meet you there. So we hung out for a little bit and I'm sipping on my new, my new Cosmo. And, um, and she gets the text and she's like, He's over at the American bar and we're like, Okay, so we're going. And I'm like, was going to leave my drink. And this other, this guy, David, who I've been talking to all night, uh, one of her friends, he's like, you're not going to just leave that there, are you? And I'm like, well, yeah, because you don't slam a Cosmo. And he goes, yeah, you can. And I was just far enough gone that I was like, Oops. okay, fine. <laughs> is, that, is that a challenge? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. You're challenging me. Oops. So I slammed it. And oh, my God, I was so drunk. And the next day was our first day back at choir. And I was afraid that I was like, like, I didn't drink anything else that night. Because I just, I just, I went off the deep end I could. And I'm like walking and I'm like walking along the street. And John was laughing at me because I'm like walking down the street. Like, oh my God, I haven't been this drunk in so long. I'm like walking back and forth. And then, uh, so I was telling this. So the next morning we had our 11 o'clock choir. And then I and then I cantered the twelve fifteen, <laughs> and I was I prayed through the whole thing. I was like, please just let me get through this. Just and I did, and I like <laughs> was praying through the whole thing because I don't I don't I don't really wake up with a hangover. I still I'm still drunk the next day, <laughs> and I thought I must stink to high heaven. And then we had a choir party later, and there's this one lady Pat who's a teacher. And yeah. she sits behind me in choir. And I was telling her this story. She thought it was hysterical. And 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 I said, could you smell the liquor on me? She goes, heavens no. She said, that's a great story. <laughs> oh, my God. You, oh my God. you know, it's so, so funny. That's it, the last time I got drunk. 
Yeah, I, I was laughing when you said, oh, I've never been, I haven't been this drunk in a long time. Like, how many of us have said that before? Oh, my God, it's been so long since I've been. Uh, but it's it's kind of funny juggling the synchronicity of you bringing up this story. Because just the other night, I was telling mom and dad a story. And Dana, if you're still listening, you will remember this because it was our freshman year. Um, and Dana, by the way, says old English with a straw. That's the way to go. Um <clears throat> Right. But so it was our freshman year. And um, I don't know why I was telling mom and dad the story the other night. But I um, Dana and I was we had finals. It was finals week. And we actually had been studying. And one of the rooms on the freshman boys floor was having a party and they came up to get us and they're like, come down. And I, I can remember being like, no, I have finals in the morning, whatever. But we ended up going down there. And they play this game, like where they, you know, this, that you might have heard it before. And Dana chime in, you know, it's like, Lauren, won't you drink for me? Drink for me, drink for me. Lauren, won't you drink for me? Drink for me now. And then they, then they chant, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker. And while they're sing, saying that, you have to keep drinking. Well, they had given me this, oh my God. this shitty, like, home, homeless person alcohol, <laughs> like Wild Irish Rose, it was called. Okay, I drank oh the God. I drank the whole bottle. Now, mind you, it wasn't like a like a you know a fifth or whatever. It was smaller. But the next morning, Dana and some of my guy friends, who then of course felt horribly, had to wake me up, and they woke me up. And the first thing I did when I woke up was just start laughing. And they were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're like trying to give me coffee, and I had to go to. Uh, a final, an English final with a Jesuit priest. Oh, so my I, God. I go, Jacqueline, this is funny. I go to the class. I'm still totally drunk from the night before because I probably drank that at like 1 a.m. And here it is only eight, right? I'm in the back of the room. The priest comes in. I can't remember what his name was, but he reminded me a little bit of Norm from Cheers. So when he walked in the room, guess what I did? I jumped up out of my seat and went, Norm! <laughs> and, uh, and the whole class turned around, like laughed. Most of the class laughed, but there's this one guy, his name is Jim. He looked at me horrified, like, what the hell have you done? Well, I got a B plus on that exam. So like I told mom and dad, I probably should have taken more of them um totally wasted but yeah it's funny that you bring that up so I know and I did I did smell awful because then I went to choir we had our choir final which was really kind of a debriefing after the concert and I remember walking up to Dr. Joy Sherman and her looking at me like really strangely and I came back and my friend Brian's like you know you smell like a distillery right Like yeah. A homeless yeah, totally. Yeah, it was awful. It was so awful. And then, then later in the day, I had the worst hangover, like at four from the night before. But oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, it's just funny that you brought that because I don't. I have no. Why was? Why would I be telling mom and dad that story? What a weird thing to bring up. Well, had you been drinking? Um, drinking I had had a couple glasses of rosé, but I also had a ton of ribs and mac and cheese, so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it came up. It was funny. Maybe dad told one of his stories. I don't know. (laughs) But it's good to know you know what I'm talking about where you're like, oh shit, I have to get up tomorrow morning. And (laughs) And I kept saying that. That's what I, I remember now that I kept telling David, I have to sing tomorrow. I can't slam this. I have to sing tomorrow. He's like, ah, come on. It's like, fine. (laughs) Succumb. I know all it takes is a little bit of alcohol to succumb to peer pressure, right? Yep, yep. That's really funny. That is really funny. <laughs> oh, those were the days. They were. But you, but it's, well, it, and it's fun, like, just to share those things. Because, of course, when you experience those things, I wasn't even close to experiencing those things, right? Oh, no. Right? And then you know, the first time that I got so drunk, I, you know, got sick drunk. Ew. Because my friend Scott was like, we <laughs> was on peppermint schnapps. And I couldn't, I couldn't take wine at mass for like months. And, uh, <laughs> the, the, the smell of it, I was just like, oh God. Um, 
Yeah. But I was like, and to this day, and, and I still, we actually were still in touch. And I'm like, I, I go, I still don't know why people do that. He used to do that every weekend. He would get sick drunk, like people in school. And I was like, I just, I don't get that at all. No. Why, I, you, why you would do that? Because I've only done that by accident. <laughs> yeah. On purpose. Yeah. That I, that I didn't do that either. So that one time and then one other night, Dana and I were having boy issues. And we decided to drink I think it was rum. Was it rum or vodka, Dana, if you're still here? And we literally together drank a fifth with within like a half an hour. And that's the one night in my life that I don't remember anything from like half an hour after that until the next morning at 4 a.m. And oh my God. It, yeah, apparently I was proposing to people on the international floor and things like that. But. <laughs> I don't think I've ever blacked out. I've, I've passed out, but I haven't blacked yeah. out. Yeah, that's the that's the yeah. only time. Oh, yeah, and that wasn't fun. I don't. I would never choose that. I mean, it was we were just stupid, naive, young drinkers, right? Yeah, we yeah. didn't think about it. Um, and the 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 sucky thing is, I never. I don't vomit, so that's you know. I'm like, okay, I'm going to end up with alcohol poison because I don't. Na- my body doesn't naturally get rid of it. So, oh. you know. Oh I mean? wow! No, I does. Yeah. <laughs> Nope. I, it literally, I remember grad school, just, you know, I got home from somewhere. Oh, what did I have? Oh, we went out because there was a band, one of, a band playing that, that some of the members were where I worked with. So we went and saw them play. And I had three Coronas and two shots of tequila in like an hour and a half or something. And on the <laughs> way back, I probably would have been fine. But on the way back, we passed a, a Krispy Kreme. And we had to get done. We're like, we got it. So we got donut holes and we were sitting talking in the car and I'm like, I'm going to go upstairs. And I got upstairs and I went to lay down and I had the bed spins. I was like, God dang it. So I just went to the, our, you know, common bathroom and sat in the stall and waited because <laughs> I knew what was coming. <laughs> and then I would, and then I felt better and I could go back to sleep. So that was fine. That's really funny. I was just telling mom and dad this the other day too. We were talking about that and I'm like, you know, when you get the spins, I'm like, I actually like that part. And mom's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, I lay there. And Dana might remember this too. I'd be like, oh, I'm spinning. This is so fun. It's like the teacups at Disneyland. <laughs> and Dana would be in the bunk yeah, above me. I don't like me. the teacups at Disneyland. Yeah. See? I don't like the spinny rides. Oh, I totally I do. Like, I like the things that go faster. I, I don't mind going around, but I don't like the this around. This around I'm okay with. Yeah. This around. I can't, I can't do that anymore. But when I was young, I loved the whole yeah, love spinning that. crazy. Funny. So, um, yeah. It's just something I didn't know about you. Okay. I, I know. And apparently, yeah. So I don't, it's, it's, that's weird. And why the hell I was telling mom and dad all this shit the other night? I don't know. And my kid was there with me too. So he was hearing all my stories. I've had those conversations with mom and dad. It's not, it's not hard to have those conversations. It's not. No. And they're pretty open, but it's just like, how did we even go there? Like, why, why was I, and mom, mom was telling some of her classic stories, you know, about like the, the time she was sitting on Tommy Graves' lap, smoking a cigarette. I'm like, I wish I, I wish I knew that version of my mom. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) A hundred percent. There's like a picture of me just with it with a cigarette and a, you know when I when I was living in Atlanta there was, I think Thomas was with me and I think we were we were sharing a cigarette then. Oh yeah. The oh bar. yeah. And the girls were like they said they were going through this the photo album they're like, is that you with a cigarette? <laughs> you smoked? I said not not much just once in a while and somebody happened to get a picture of it so. Oh, well. Yeah. We call it social smoking. That's cer- right. Certain social well, I liked, situations. I, for, for a while, I liked the combination of a beer and a cigarette. Mm-hmm. There was something about, there was this guy that I liked, a friend of mine in high school, and mm-hmm. he smoked. And I always, when I kiss him, I always liked the taste of the beer and the cigarette together. And then I just liked beer and cigarette for a long time. But it got to a point where it didn't balance out. Like, I, I couldn't smoke if I wasn't drinking, if I wasn't drinking alcohol because it would just the nicotine i didn't like the rush of the nicotine oh so i'd have to balance i always have to balance out with a beer and then it got to the point where i couldn't drink enough to balance out the nicotine so i was like okay forget this i'm not doing yeah, this anymore that the same the same i also found that being a singer like any time that i've tried it like since then you know i have to be really careful about how i inhale because i'm like oh god <laughs> like, 
because we, we inhale more deeply. I'm like, oh, this is not this is not how I remember smoking a cigarette. No, and it's probably the couple times that I smoked pop. Probably now that you say it, and I'm just thinking this now is why it would just knock me out. Oh yeah, I, I like gave up on pot, try smoking pot because I would just fall asleep. And I was like, well, this is no fun. Yeah, that's why that's why there's edibles now, Jacqueline. You know. <laughs> And we can get them really easily here. Wink, wink. Okay. <laughs> I'll bring some with me. Wink, wink. Next time I can. <laughs> or maybe. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Hi, Katie that's Pat. Funny. Kate's here. My friend Kate. Um, or she was. She chimed in. It's hard to say. Um, but, no, that's funny. It's always fun talking with you, Jacqueline. You know what? I, you're you're going to have to come on and chat with Kelly and I on our little, on our little um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, cool. yeah. But, but it's weird. And you know, it's funny. I, I find the weird things, weird things I wrote down to talk about. Oh, we yeah. Well, we have more time. Share, share some more weird. But you know, it's funny because I think the nature of our relationship is weird to a lot of people. Like, you know, like it's it's amazing to me how many people don't have really dynamic, close connections with their peer, with their siblings and stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, and, um, you know, I talk about like my friend last night when I was talking about how I wake up every I wake up pretty much every morning and spend the first half an hour listening to audio messages from you and Kelly. On- <laughs> well, I wake up, yeah, right? you know, because starts it. She gets up in her day, and then I get up next, so then you get up. So. Yeah, and then she I have around by the time, and I love how you come and you go. What Jacqueline said, and then <laughs> yeah. right, and and he he was just like, it's really cool that you guys talk to each other that often, and we really do. I yeah. mean, we're yeah. we're so far I away. Yeah, yeah. Social media is so great for that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, there are friends that I've stayed. Like the story, you probably heard this before, but the. You know, that when, when I was little, I wrote this paper because we had to write something about, you know, if you had an island, who would you have on your island? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'd have my friends and my family, but they need their family and their friends. And then I was like, I wouldn't, I, and I came to this realization, and I think what I wrote in my paper was I would never have an island big enough. Yeah. So when Facebook came along, and I went, oh my God, my island, I can be with all my peeps, yeah. and they can be with their peeps and their families and everything, and yeah. I, I love it for that. I just, and, and I've reconnected with people I thought I would never, ever talk to mm-hmm. again. My friend Laura Graves tracked me down, and it just, she was probably my, my first best friend ever. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. it's so cool so cool it it, it really it. it really is and I love being able to see the positive perspective of that because so many people have such a negative but it is what you make it I found Facebook is what you make exactly. it and it, yeah yep and, that's the thing it's a tool it's not doing any well algorithms aside because I think they don't help I think they promote bad behavior mm-hmm. um but it's bad behavior that they're promoting they're not creating it they're they're their it already exists mm-hmm. basically yeah it already exists so so social media really just exacerbates all of our social ills that already exist mm-hmm. in my mind I, yeah I agree and I have had a people that I've reconnected with there's no way that I would have ever been back in touch with these people ever you know and especially people from for right. me when we lived overseas because I was a little kid you know I was young so I think it's different when you're in high school, you have different, the depth of your relationships is a little different, but, um, yeah, I've been able to connect with people or even people from high school that I probably wouldn't have thought about, you know, or been able to reconnect with. So I love it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell just happened? (laughs) But I, but at the same time, time I was like it like felt this okay and then and sorry and when I hear that I'm trying to remember the song was I think it was Red Hill it was one it's like what is going on I, I, well I knew what out of body was and I never that's the only time that I've ever had that and mm-hmm. I just went up out of this concert it, like the, the stage was already small but we because we were up in the Raptors and my, my friend was there and I just I like left the stadium and then I left, got left Earth, and I could see Earth, 
it was just it was so bizarre but it was like the coolest thing I was like this is so cool <laughs> and then by the end of the song I was back and I said I should go back now and yeah I went back and it was just that's the only thing I've ever had that it was so cool it well, was so cool. It, well, it sounds to me like you probably had an experience with astral projection, but you didn't realize exactly what yeah. that was. Hence the fear I of, wait, why, why am I not in my body? <laughs> like, and someone had to yeah. tell you, well, you're not like, dying no. yet. You're just experiencing something that you probably do more often than you realize, right? Like, right. I would guess that you probably do it. Hi, is that Sam? There's my beautiful niece, Samantha. She's yeah. Oh, you're recording? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm no, glad you... I was you've... just chatting with you. you know? I just like, oh, I'll go see you Aw, I love that. I love you, Samantha. Aw, that's great. That's yeah, a... No need to apologize, though. <laughs> you do not need to re- apologize. Yeah, that's a cool story, Jacqueline. I might, I might have you... Well, it because my recording thing only goes for an hour on my audio, it cut off right as you we were starting that, and I'm trying to like restart it again. So I'll have to look back and see, see, because uh, okay. the audio thing only records for 60 minutes at a time. So, um, oh, okay. but I love the idea of out of body. And Kelly and I were just having a conversation about that the other day. About she's like, I feel like we see each other a lot in that plane i'm like yeah we do but we haven't quite figured out how to recall it or use it to our advantage yet you know what i mean but yeah anyway it's awesome what are you do you have any or or too lucid oh yeah yeah do you um do you have any other weird any other weird you want to share really quickly um it's it's time so see we're past oh, the eight no noah just walked in he's like are you done it's okay noah samantha just came in too so you were all good um the, one of the things was um that when i don't know if you were part of this we were at nana's and i think it was for her funeral maybe mm-hmm. and but we were down in the basement and i don't remember oh i think we were singing i utilize to play my ballet oh we should we should sing that for everyone Jacqueline. Oh, let's. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, the harmony? Do the harmony? You do the harmony. Okay. Ready? Uh, uh, well, you I'll do... sing. I'll start with the first part. Yeah. Ready? Uh, okay. okay. I used to play on Malalai Benjolo, but Malalai Benjolo got brolo lo look. I took a look it to Lou, the melody shallow up, but the melody shallow up was shallow la la. Oh, I used to play a lay on Malalai Benjololo, but Malalai Benjololo got Bololo look. I took a look at Tulalu, the Malalalady Shalalap, but the Malalady Shalalap. This is why they have those for singing together. I can't wait for you, and you wait for me. I know, that was really funny. I think people get it. It's weird. But we, we were, it was all of us, and we were having such a great time, and we started dancing where Thomas, we started, like, bobbing up and down. <laughs> I remember! I do remember <laughs> that. Yes. We were singing through all the songs, mm-hmm. all of our, our Bonin songs. <laughs> yeah, because we're weird that way. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that, was, that was some great weird. I love that was, I loved that weird. I no, absolutely. It was so much fun. And just being able and we I mean, how many times did we sing that song? <laughs> like that was our traveling song. I'm sure that dad and mom were tired of it after a while, but hours in the car of singing the banjo song. I yep. lose to play today. That's pretty funny. Oh, it's re- it's really funny that we tried to sing that on here too because <laughs> priceless. Yeah. It's the it's the whiskey. It's the That's whiskey. Right. All right. Well, I, I should about halfway through. Well, I thank you for trying some. You'll have to let me know if you make yeah. it through. I would say go if you if you want to finish it, go add an ice cube to it. It'll probably make it easier for you oh, to. Oh, bed. It's ten o'clock for me. Oh, I that's have to get true. Up at five for work because I'm going to the office. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. In the office, yeah, I'm sorry too. Well, thank yeah, right. Thank you for um for joining me. That was fun. Oh, this was awesome. It was really fun. I'm glad you were on. Anytime. 
you want to have me, I'll come on. Nice. And yeah, I look forward to, to a good chat with you and, and Kelly on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's really fun because it's just, you know, it's just conversation, right? And our conversations go in a thousand different directions. (laughs) So, yeah. It's called tangential thinking, and it's a thing. Some people contract, some people cannot. Yeah, we can. It makes perfect sense to us. So That's right. right? I love when I find friends. My friend today that I was with at lunch today, she and I, she says, that must be something way we connect. She said, so I'm not weird. I'm like, no, it's a thing. Yeah. And and maybe it is a, weird, but it's the kind of weird we celebrate here at Whiskey and Weird. Right? right? We celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. We celebrate all the weird. It is. And anything that's and different than the general population can be considered weird. And we all have our own weird. So. Slange the weird. Yep. Slange into the weird. Slange into the weird. Woo-hoo. All right, Jacqueline. I love you, sister. Thanks for coming on. Love you, too. Give yeah. give your family hugs and kisses from me. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And I'll see you next week with my friend Lisa Heineman. She's coming on. So that should be pretty fun. Okay. Um, she's, my, she's my twilight bestie. Let's just call her that. So we'll have a lot of fun talking yeah. about our... Good. Our twilight days and our paranormal stuff. She and I got got interested in a lot of this together. So I'm really looking forward to that next week with my friend Lisa Heineman. Um, and thank you, Jacqueline. I love you. And I love all my weirdos out there. Thanks for watching. Have a great night, everybody.